This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. In good times and not so good times, it's important to think about what keeps us well. It's about noticing the beauty around us, finding strength and support we've all given and received, and sharing our experiences through conversation. We all have mental health. Let's improve it together. Welcome to Living Well. Take time to kōrero. In this podcast series, people share their ideas about practical, everyday things you can do to support your well-being and build connections with others. Thanks to the Otago Mental Health Support Trust, Weave Together, ORFM Dunedin and the Lion Foundation for making this podcast possible. Kia ora, ko waiau, ko nonga taha te maunga, ko te rotorua kahu matamomoi, te moana, ko utahina te awa, ko te arua te waka, ko te arua te iwi, ko nga te whakaui te hapu, ko tono hopu te marae, ko tamatakapua te wharitupuna, ko kaikatea Knight tokoinga. Uh, kia ora, my name's Kaikatea, I am the proudest mother of five beautiful children ranging from the ages of 11 to 23. And I have the most amazing mokopuna, Tutanikai, who's five years old. I work at Te Hawarafano Services and part of my role there is providing peer supervision to uh, my colleagues as THO are big on self-care and wellness. So part of my role is trying to ensure that they have wellness in place for themselves as the job that they do is absolutely amazing, but it can way heavy on your shoulders so we have to have strategies to ensure that we don't take that home with us we leave it at work um, and we have strategies to be well so I'm going to share some of my personal whakaaro that I have on well-being and strategies that I use myself and I encourage others to use within my organisation that has proven to work for us I guess for me personally I stand in the rain when it's raining, especially that hard rain, I'll go stand in it. I'll let that rain just drop all over me. I'll say a karakia. I'll hold my taonga, my ponamu, and um, I'll just let that rain wash the stresses off me from the day, from the week, from the year. And then I'll go inside and have a hot shower to warm back up. But it just, it's for me really energising. Water is a very healing thing for us as Māori I think a lot of our people go to the water to cleanse themselves to cleanse their taonga so that's one strategy I use but I think karakia is another important strategy at the most random time you can just remove yourself from any situation and just have a wee um, karakia to yourself it doesn't have to be a learnt karakia it can be any kind of karakia where you're just trying to clo- uh, cleanse your own wairoa um, because this world, unfortunately, sometimes puts a lot of dirt on your wairoa and you need to clean it off yourself. No one else is really going to do that for you. It's a um, personal thing, I think, at times, karakia. So that's something I do for myself. Um, and I encourage the staff to do the same. Uh, that's why we start any kind of hui with karakia is to set the modi for that hui so people's kōrero can be very honest I guess, and calm, for lack of a better word. Um, and then you close it off because you're leaving that discussion and that space and then you fucking gnaw again or 
remove the tapu from that process by, again, drinking water or having a kai. I think wellness is a very personal journey for people. One of the strategies that I like to use is I live by a certain set of principles, being tika puno aroha. Um, and when you operate within your own principles, you don't attract so much negativity in your life that can pull you down into those spaces of podi or unwellness and unhappiness. Um, so I also try and live by some whakatauki in my life. One of them is don't bleed on those that haven't cut you. So we all go through journeys, and in those journeys we can suffer a bit of trauma or um, unwellness, but I think key is not to take it out on those that haven't caused it upon you. Hence the don't bleed on those that haven't cut you. Um, another one I live by is live life and love it. Find the beauty in everything. There's beauty even in death. And you've got to just uh, see through the clouds to see that beauty, I think, is cheesy as it sounds even in your darkest moments there's beauty you just have to I guess open your eyes wide enough to see it even when you're in those dark spaces you've got to flip the script and and whatever the negative thought pattern you've got going on in your mind you've got to try and flip what that is and find the positive in it here's another mindful minute focused breathing When our minds are filled with stressful thoughts, our bodies become stressed. Focusing on body processes can help calm mental activity, which in turn can result in physical relaxation. This technique will help you take a break from stressful thoughts. With your eyes closed, shift your attention to the tip of your nose. As you breathe in, become aware of the air entering your nostrils. As you breathe out, be aware of the sensations of air passing back out. Do this several times. Repeat several times. Breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. I think utilising the tile or our environment um, can be very healing. We've got some beautiful spots around Utsiputi, especially our beaches. Um, you know, I'm being the mother of, of five tamariki, four of which are girls, which comes with its own challenges. Uh, that's the strategy I use with my babies is I'll take them down to the beach and, you know, you can talk to them about standing in that water and just letting it brush over your feet and whatever's in your mind or impacting you at the time, you just push it down to the bottom of your feet and let the waves come over you and when the waves go back out, it's taking that hutter or that unwellness or those those thoughts with it and, you know, our rangatahi like that because it's is visual for them. So they can have a thought, push it down and see the waves go out and hopefully visualise those issues or whatever's weighing them down, go out on those waves. And just putting your feet in the dirt. I think we wear shoes way too often and we're walking on concrete. We're not reconnecting with Papatuanuku and putting our feet in her. Um, she is the most powerful being. She is our, our earth mother, I guess. And to stand on her and stand in her and just let her rejuvenate you is really important for wellness, I believe. It reconnects you to her. It um, strengthens your ability to stand a little bit taller, um, letting tafari matia just blow over you as well. Just blows some of that, again, the hutter off your shoulders 
and takes it out into the universe for them to deal with it so you're not dealing with it by yourself. Um, going for bushwalks, there's um, a lot of little bushes around or quite a few walks around Otsipoti that you can go with your whole family. There's ones that are there for really fit people and ones that aren't that hard to walk. Going to rivers, going to lakes, you know, get out in the or use the environment. It's not just there to look pretty, it's actually there to help us heal, it's there to help us gain energy from it because it's got so much energy to give and taking your whānau there and going for a family walk, those korero that you have in the ngāhere or the, the bushes is just amazing what they share with you and you get to reconnect and you know I think young people talk more when they don't have to be making eye contact where they're not spotlighted or looked at intensely um, when you're just walking along a path the wind's blowing over your face, there's trees around, you can hear the birds chirping, the river. You know, our young people share more with us in those moments because it's not so daunting to just be chatting and you get to know a lot more of what's going on with them than if you sat down them and sometimes just directly ask because they don't cope well with being all eyes on them. Another strategy me and my whānau use um, is singing and we're not the greatest singers. We weren't blessed with Beyonce voices, more like Freddy Krueger, but it's something that we enjoy doing. Every weekend I go up to Oamaru to pick up my grandson and I just jump on my Spotify and open up a playlist and I sing. And it's so, you can when you're in the car you can sing as loud as you want, especially when you're by yourself and just let out all that kind of pent-up energy. And I guess when you've got playlists, especially with Spotify, they can go with your mood. So if you're just wanting to rage, you can put on a bit of rock and roll or heavy metal. If you just want to kind of chill a bit, you can put on some R&B. Um, but me and my kids have a road trip song, Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi, and that's one that we blast and we sing at the top of our lungs and we put all the windows in the car down and we just sing so loudly and it's just, it's a way that we connect as a family, um, but it just lets out that kind of anger and energy because you can just let your hair down and get a little crazy in the car and it's something we all do, So it's and it's really fun. And I think laughter is the best kind of medicine, I guess. It just energises you to laugh together as a family. And when we do that, sing at the top of our lungs really badly, we end up laughing and cracking up as a whānau and it just reconnects us a bit more. Here's another mindful minute. Treat yourself with kindness and respect and avoid self-criticism. Make time for your hobbies and favourite projects or broaden your horizons. Do a daily crossword puzzle, plant a garden, take dance lessons, learn to play an instrument or become fluent in another language. I guess the most important thing for me when it comes to my wellness is my family. We have lost a couple of people in our family to suicide, so we're quite vigilant about checking in with each other and just making sure we're all okay. Um... So they're my strength, they're what I reach out to and I'm not afraid to reach out. I've seen um, the devastation whānau go through when they lose someone, especially 
to something like suicide and it's absolutely devastating and it's not something we want to go through as a family ever again so we always tell each other don't be afraid if it's a big thing a little thing whatever it is just reach out um and then we'll just get together as a whanau and we'll have a, a barbecue or a picnic go out to the river together the beach together and we just reconnect and share good energy with each other um, and hug and cry if we need to and remember those that we have lost and celebrate them um, and I guess that's my biggest advice is know who your your allies are who are going to feed your energy who are going to keep you well and know who is going to drain your energy so you know who to surround yourself at, surround yourself with when you're feeling low um, because the worst thing is is to surround yourself with people that are negative when you're already feeling very low because they'll pull you down more. So find those people that feed your energy and don't let the vampire energy vampires leech on. Thank you. I guess these are just things that I use for myself, my family and my colleagues. Um, so hopefully one thing that I've said can help others and like our auntie Cindy says, he waka eke noa, we're all in this together. So remember, be kind. Be kind to those around you. Kia ora. You've been listening to Living Well. Take time to kōrero. If you'd like to hear more ideas about practical, everyday things you can do to support your well-being and build connections with others, check out more podcasts in this series from oar.org.nz. Thanks to the Otago Mental Health Support Trust, Weave Together, ORFM Dunedin and the Lion Foundation for making this podcast possible. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.